Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, Amazon has a new virtual health clinic. What do you think? I'll tell you how I feel about it. And later, have you noticed that more and more when you shop online, or even if you look at store ads, it'll say something like price too low to show or price seen in cart. I'm going to tell you what's going on there. The retailer is actually not trying to manipulate you so amazon is such a huge organization that they're doing new initiatives all the time and they're doing things in a different way so often than other organizations which is why you'll hear not just me but you'll hear amazon discussed so much in so many different outlets so many different forums well amazon for years as a company, and it may be something that came from its founder, Bezos, Jeff Bezos, is obsessed with trying to make healthcare more efficient. Years and years ago, Amazon bought a really creative prescription pill seller. That was their first foray into prescription drugs. And if you're not familiar with what Amazon does with that, if you're someone who takes multiple pills, instead of having to have one of the uh, pill things that you have to put all your pills in individually. These are Monday's pills and Tuesday's pills and all that. They take all your prescriptions and they put them in a little shrink wrap kind of thing and they're marked. And so you know, okay, that's Monday's pills. Those are Tuesday's pills and all that. So you don't do the sorting. They do. It's a very clever idea. But Amazon now has decided they're trying to attack primary care. Because so many Americans don't have ready access to a primary care doctor anymore. So they have the Amazon clinic that's available in about two-thirds of the country. You take population to account, about 80% of Americans have access to the Amazon clinic. But the Amazon clinic is not a traditional medical office that you'd go to and you sit in the waiting room and you wait to be seen. It is online, and a lot of it is done with no actual patient interaction other than a messaging system. You don't even do a virtual visit with uh, a technology where 
the doctor or nurse practitioner or physician assistant is actually seeing you and talking to you. It's just messages going back and forth. I'm not that ecstatic about this, let me tell you, because they will treat a bunch of things with the message-based system. They will issue prescriptions. They will come up with personalized treatment plans, all from a series of text messages. And they treat about two dozen common ailments that people might have and do it strictly by text message. And you don't have to be a prime member of Amazon to use this, but you get free shipping from, wait for it, Amazon Pharmacy if you are a prime member. So to me, the idea of telehealth, there are a lot of circumstances that will work, but it's my opinion as a non-medical person that That only is truly a great way to serve someone if there's already an existing physician-patient or NP or PA relationship where they know the patient and then they're doing a video call of some kind. You're having an online conversation and they can ask you questions and things like that. To me, that would be an acceptable level of practice. But with someone who you're dealing with who's never seeing you, who's only messaging you, and then the real tie-in is to Amazon Pharmacy. To me, if Jeff Bezos is trying to revolutionize healthcare, this ain't it. And Krista, can you think of a situation in your own life where you would feel comfortable messaging with a medical professional you've never met about a condition and having them treat you just from messages? It would definitely depend on the the condition, but yeah, I think that would be weird. You know what I love are all the online therapy options that have become really available since COVID. I mean, because it's so needed, mental health help, and having like a Zoom with a therapist that saves people time driving to get somewhere. Maybe you can have someone who's in a different part of the country, and I think that is an amazing thing that we have access to now. Yeah, because we have the shortage of mental health professionals in the United States is so extreme and state laws so restricted the practice of mental health professionals and so much bad happened with COVID. But I'd say you pointed out one of the great mm-hmm. after effects of COVID is that mental health counseling therapy is so much more available now because of the ability to do that online with the Zoom kind of things. I assume because of HIPAA, it has to be some kind of secure kind of format, um, or can I've, they do just straight Zoom I don't know. I've Zoom done, I've done Zoom and, with the therapist before. They send me the link like right before, so I've done that. I love okay. it. Saves me time and money. Okay, Scott in Ohio says, you read my comment on air about watching the Amazon Prime games from my computer. Those were NFL games, right? Uh, Is there any other football? (laughs) Today was the first day I couldn't watch it. Normally the game auto-loaded on my computer in a small part of the screen when I logged in. It was there and I was able to expand it to full screen. They now verify that you are prime. Needless to say, Amazon figured out their error. Maybe they listened to this episode. Sorry if I misled anyone. (laughs) Okay, so Scott, now I misled people because when I got asked another question about it, I said, well, you know, We heard that if you're not prime and you go to a computer, you're able to do it. And now, Scott, you can't and other people can't. So 
Amazon paid a zillion dollars for rights to NFL Thursday Night Football. It was all about uh, Amazon has a problem that their prime members are generally older and they're using NFL football as a way to try to attract a younger membership to prime and so you, they want their 100 and, is it 129 139 how much is amazon prime these days it's a lot 129 and guys i think yep. one where our consensus without any fact is that it's 129 anyway so i'm sorry you've lost access to thursday night football the only thing i can tell you that's good is the quality of thursday night football generally is below nfl football other days of the week because the players and coaches just don't have enough time to prepare from the prior Sunday. So you're missing the worst NFL games of the week, usually. Lisa in Ohio says, my insurance company sent information regarding LARC, which provides digital coaching for weight loss, prediabetes, and other medical conditions. I saw a nutritionist about prediabetes recently, which I assume prompted the letter. It seems like a good idea, but is there any downside in future coverage or privacy when signing up for such a service? All right, so Lisa, this is a wonderful question. And when you have health coverage through an employer, they know so much about you. I mean, it's crazy how much they know about you. It is the piercing of the protections that supposedly come with HIPAA, which an employer will know what's going on. The advantage to you, though, health-wise, is so worthwhile because when you're pre-diabetic, it's like a key warning sign that you could have serious, serious health problems that you're going to have to manage the rest of your life. And if you're pre-diabetic and this program, this LARC program, is able to keep you from crossing that threshold and get your health under better control, worth it, worth it, worth it to me, even with the potential loss of privacy that comes with it. Because people who have diabetes can tell you, you should take advantage of this opportunity if it can pull you back from trending that way. Aaron in Missouri says, I'm very irritated with the bill I just received from our doctor's office and need your advice. A few weeks ago, my wife took our two sick boys to our family doctor with flu symptoms. They both got in together and were each tested for the flu and it came back positive. The doctor did not recommend Tamiflu, so no medicine was prescribed. We now have the bill and they charge $240 for each kid for the flu test. Wait, wait, wait. A flu test is $240? On top of $126 each for the office visit. After insurance, we owe $124.75 for each kid. Including the copay, we will end up paying $319.50 for this visit. This seems outrageous for a routine appointment that took 20 minutes, and they basically said rest well. I'm going to write in and dispute this, but what can I do to be convincing? I feel I will be having to pay this crooked fee. First things first, find out what a flu test routinely costs. I mean, maybe they cost, I can't imagine they cost that much. I want you to shop around, see what they are at the nurse in a box kind of things like they offer at the big pharmacy chains. See what a flu test is in the cash marketplace, what you pay for one. And uh, I think the approach you take with the doctor's office is this must be a clerical error because I checked and a flu test is typically blah, blah, blah dollars, and you were $240 each child. Did somebody make a a mistake in posting the charge? And really, it's the core problem. One of the core problems with medicine 
is we don't have price lists that services are rendered and after the fact they say guess what we just charged you what it costs to buy a used car or whatever it is and so i think that one of the ways we'll get medicine under control is mandatory price lists before services are rendered and every other business and medicine is a business don't let anybody tell you anything otherwise medicine is a business disclosure up front eliminates the problem because if you had been told up front hey we'll flu test your kids but it'll be 240 dollars each child you would have probably said well we'll just treat the symptoms we're not going to spend the 240 or you'd say okay go ahead but disclosure up front is absolutely the key and it's something that medicine fights like you can't believe because they don't want people thinking about the price before services are rendered i'm all about knowing the price before services are rendered speaking of price more and more you go to buy something and the price isn't there and i'm going to tell you what's going on and why and how you get the ability to comparison shop when more and more people don't want you to be able to do just that. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So there's something going on more and more and more that is this battle royale over pricing between manufacturers of products and the retailers that sell them. This is something that originally started in the electronic stores probably 15 years ago that certain brands wanted to protect a manufacturer suggested retail price and did not allow publishing of sale prices on their goods if you put them on sale with a published sale price the manufacturer would remove you as an authorized seller of that product line and this has been something that was limited for so long just to expensive goods but after a u.s supreme court ruling permitted this practice as not a illegal restraint of trade and not as price fixing more and more manufacturers across a variety of goods have now said nope can't publish a price below that can't sell below that whatever and there's been this ongoing fight between costco and brand name manufacturers where costco literally owns a fleet of ships 
This is the weirdest waste of money you've ever heard of, but this is what they're required to do to get around the Supreme Court's crazy ruling. They now take goods out into international waters, bring them back, and then they put them for sale at a price that the manufacturers hate in their stores. Seriously. And now you'll see more and more in ads, you'll see price too low to say. Or you'll see at a website, see price in cart. And until Apple had uh, inventory problems, Apple was very strict about this. Now you see people advertising huge discounts this Christmas season, even before this Christmas season, huge discounts on various Apple products that are an enormous overstock. MacBooks, very heavily discounted and at published sale prices. But a lot of manufacturers saying, nope, nope, not going to advertise that. So you'll see any of a number of strategies retailers use to stay in compliance with at least the letter of the restrictions they're under, not necessarily the spirit. So it's not the retailer trying to play dirty with you. So just go through the extra step. If you're shopping online, put the item in your shopping cart and then you'll see the price. What it means is that like if you use something like frugal to compare prices from retailer to retailer, it's not going to work with manufacturers that have put these restrictions on sellers. You have to go through a manual process of putting items in your cart retailer after retailer to see who actually has the best price. And these retailers will use a variety of strategies. Nobody uses anything as extreme as Costco with their own ships at sea. But they will do a number of things where you buy this with this and you get this deal or whatever. And it's important for you to be able to get around the manufacturer price restrictions and know how to do it. And the retailers want to get you in the store with the ad and it drives them crazy when they can't publish the sale price and you have to actually go in the physical store or do the thing in the cart online but worth it for your wallet krista robert in florida says hi clark is there any insurance for sunglasses being lost stolen or damaged and would you recommend it the reason i'm asking this is because my wife is on her third pair of ray-bans what brand or websites would you recommend if I don't want to pay a ridiculous price for stylish glasses that are of better quality? So uh, we need to have a conversation here, Robert. I'll answer your question in a second. But in my TV work, we hired a lab to test sunglasses that, in our best opinion, they didn't let me do the shopping because I have no fashion at all. We looked for sunglasses below $25 that were stylish. We then had them tested by a lab for safety, you know, for eye protection that you're wearing the sunglasses for. And every single one we had tested, tested perfectly for protecting your eyes, all less than $25. Several that were, in the opinion of our shoppers, were stylish, were around $10. So that's my first best defense is step away from Ray-Bans or other brand names. But if your wife really wants to have the Ray-Bans, then use a credit card that gives you protection for lost or stolen items 
using that card for purchase. It is a feature of many credit cards, and you'll get protection for a period of time from loss or theft, and then you get longer protection from damage with these credit cards. And it is a feature that a lot of credit cards do is like an added benefit. Generally, it will be like a um, Visa has a sub-brand called Signature, and they're the one that promotes this the most. MasterCard has an equivalent. I don't know what MasterCard calls theirs these days. For a while, they were calling it the World Program. I don't know what they call it now. But if you use a card that has the built-in protections, just by using the card, you will have some semblance of insurance on the purchase of sunglasses. But again, the best protection of all is buy cheaper sunglasses. Costco has um, brand names at lower prices sometimes, too, for really nice sunglasses. Especially when they have the world's best brand name, Kirkland, Kirkland Signature, Signature Sunglasses. I thought you were going to tell him to take his his wife to New York for the weekend, go and to buy Canal the counterfeits Street, on buy Canal like Street. 10 pair, yeah. No, okay. I, it, it's funny, if you go on a cruise in the Caribbean, in the ports, they sell counterfeit everything. And in most of the port stops. And as for the quality of those items, I can't vouch for that because I don't buy counterfeits. Karen in Missouri says, when is the best time of year to purchase tires for my SUV? So, Karen, it's not so much a time of year as best I've been able to determine. And, you know, there's always those lists, best time of year to buy a mattress, best time of year to buy TV, that kind of thing. I have not been able to discern or find in research a pattern of a time of year to buy a tire. But what you will find is tires manufacturers will have promotional cycles where either through a discount or a tire retailer or through one of the warehouse clubs, they will be offering a tie-in where you get typically most often you'll get 160 bucks to $200 off a set of four tires by buying that brand during a particular cycle. Looking for the deals at a time you need tires, more important. We also have an article at Clark.com on, based on our research, the best places to buy tires and comparing the price of what you get generally for tires there versus somewhere else. And we have all different kinds of tires and how much the price ranges and average price per tire. Yeah, because, I mean, tire shopping is much more complicated than it used to be because the tremendous variety of vehicles sold today in the United States and brands and the weights of vehicles vary so much one to another. Then you have the added complexity. Some cars now, SUVs, will have a different tire size on the front than they have on the back. So it has become a more complicated, more difficult purchase as you look for tires. And I do like the pricing at TireRack.com as a place to use as a marker price to comparison shop. It may even be your best price you'll find on the tires you want to buy. 
Bill in Arizona says, hi, Clark, my wife and I needed to quickly fax a medical power of attorney to my mother-in-law's Medicare Advantage insurance company, because that's the only way they will accept these sorts of documents. After failing on numerous attempts with my Chromebook and Android phone, we raced to an office supply store. We succeeded, but the price to fax six pages was $18.65. You must be kidding me. Extremely frustrating. Do you have any suggestions to make this process simpler and cheaper? So faxing, the last industry that still uses this technology from 40 years ago is the medical industry. Occasionally, the banking industry still thinks it's 1985. (laughs) But what people usually do, you said you had trouble with your Android phone. Normally, what people do is they do download an app to their iPhone or their Android, and you take basically a scan of the pages of the document, and then you're able to fax them. These are not typically free. You will have to pay to use these apps. Have you used any of those apps? I have. I actually have had a couple of uh, instances recently where I've had to fax things. I was like, should I fax it to 1990? Um, But one, I used an online uh, fax provider where I got a free trial and like one fax free. And I did that. Then I got rid of it, the account. And then I downloaded an app on my phone and it was, I think it's 25 cents per page after you do like a couple of pages. so. So it is a much cheaper alternative but not free because there is a phone company cost typically when you do send a fax and wouldn't it be nice if medicine in its back office joined the modern era someday right okay and this is from richard in florida after clark talked about the car insurance paper mileage program coming to florida i found all states version online and they quoted me a savings of 300 dollars a year I brought that back to USAA and they were able to price their coverage similarly and told me about their driving app, SafePilot, that's going to save me an additional 10 to 30% a month. It pays to shop around. Thanks, Clark and team, for putting the idea in my head. Yeah, auto insurance is going through uh, more than an evolution right now. Less than a revolution, but more than an evolution with new ways of being able to price insurance. And when you watch the TV ads for all the auto insurers, you would think all they are are frustrated comedy writers. They're not really talking about what really matters to you. Is the coverage any good and what are you paying for it? And we're going to have more and more options. And the auto insurers that you got quotes from are responding to Mile Auto, which is a quick growing auto insurer not available in every state yet that simply doesn't monitor your driving. They charge you a base rate based on your driving history and then charge you a price per mile, figuring if your vehicle is in a garage, you can't run into anybody. When you're on the road, that's when you could run into somebody. So they just charge you a flat rate per mile. Simple, understandable, and particularly for people who drive less than 10,000 miles a year will almost always be cheaper than what you've been paying. And so now... The traditional auto insurers are like, hey, wait, we don't want to give up this market share. So they and more and more states are responding to this new way of charging for auto insurance that I really like. I like things where you pay based on user fees because if a vehicle is sitting not used, why are you paying to insure it 
for what might happen on the road. And on the other hand, if you're driving a zillion miles, you create an enhanced risk to the insurer, and then it makes sense that you would pay more in that case. So we're going to see much more innovation coming in this industry because as prices have risen so much over the last few years, customers rebel, and that creates a cycle of innovation, and that's what we're in right now with auto insurance. Just simply renewing with whoever you're with is really, really mean-spirited to your wallet. Don't do it. Shop around and ask questions just like you heard from Richard that's now saving him hundreds of bucks. And wouldn't you rather have that money in your pocket than all these insurers have more money to spend on these ads they run that I guess are mild forms of entertainment? So I want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. If you want more information from us coming to you automatically every day, we have our series of free newsletters at clark.com slash newsletter or newsletters. Do both work? work. Mm -hmm. Both work. And I hope the rest of your day is absolutely great.